Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Go ahead and share the broadcast, the internet radio, whatever social media platform you're listening to it on, or if it's the podcast, whatever streaming service you're on, go ahead on and share it with others. You never know. It could be the word that's going to change their life. Before we get into the word today, I want to give a shout out to my sister. So proud of her. She wrote a book, Mary L. Robinson. She wrote this book called Prayer Journal for Women. Prayer Journal for Women. She wrote this last year. And you know, everybody um, was going through different things. I remember one time I even said, what did you birth in 20? What did, what, what did you give, um, get, um, what assignment and what purpose did you get impregnated with in 2020? And now it's being birthed out in 2021. And this is one of the, excuse me, this is one of the projects that she completed. And the book came out um, in... What's this July in June prayer journal for women and I opened up um the book right before I um, pushed play for the broadcast and the, the one that I opened to was on page 65 so what she would do uh, would get um get the scriptures um sit in a quiet place you know and in, in her devotion time and she would get a scripture and then she would write what that scripture meant to her, or she would write prayers, or she would write Thanksgiving, she would write the things she's thankful for. These are things she did last year, and she would pick certain scriptures. So I just opened this book up, page 65. At the top of it, it says, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord my rock and my redeemer. That's Psalms 19 and 14. Just open the book up. Go ahead on. It's on Amazon. Order you a book or order two or order however many you want and share one with another sister, uh, uh, a teenager, whoever. Just get the book and share it as God leads. Just open up one more and see what it. Just going to open it up. Okay. This is page number 23 and it says, be joyful in hope, patience, in affliction, faithful in prayer. That's Romans twelve twelve. And so like you I, like I said here, it's a scripture at the top, and then you can write down your thoughts about it, things you're thankful for, or whatever God's giving you during that time. Go on Amazon and get this book and support my sister, Prayer Journal for Women. And name my sister name is Mary L. Robinson. That's M A R I. Her name is spelled that way, Mary L. Robinson. So we want to go ahead and support one another. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for this wonderful day that you created. Thank you, dear Lord. Hallelujah. I'm just so grateful for all that you've done for your people. Thank you so much, Lord. I love you so much with all my heart, all my mind, and all my soul. You are welcome here. You're welcome into this broadcast. Hallelujah. Take over. Hallelujah. Use me for your glory, Lord. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways, dear Lord, that there will be no hindrances. Thank you for the amazing testimonies that's been coming forth. Thank you for the words you gave for me to tell me that, that to surprise me. And Lord, have, oh, Lord, thank you for how you have been surprising me over and over and over. 
Thank you for surprising your people. Give them the boldness and the courage to ask you to surprise them. Lord, I thank you in advance for all the testimonies that will come forth. In your precious name, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I tell you guys, God has been surprising me ever since he gave me that revelation. Um, the reason why I didn't like surprises is because I always was disappointed. But when God does it, it's no disappointments. So I'll talk about some of the other things that he surprised me with. Um, maybe I'll mention something today. I'm not sure. Um, but um, anyway, today, so the last time we were on, so I do apologize. I, was, I didn't put up a podcast last week. I, I think some of you know that I'm um, getting my Ph.D. in Christian counseling, you know, um, graduating in a couple of weeks. So the, the schoolwork was a little bit more than um, I anticipated. So I had to work on that. But I'm back. And, um, and what was the last one we talked about? Remember me. My God, remember me. So many things in that that we still can talk about. Even with the subject matter of today, um, get up. That's the message today. Get up. Get up is the message today. There's several um, scriptures I want to go into. I know I probably won't finish all of this uh, in one sitting. Um, and Because I want to take my time. It could be three Three different mass, three different times for get up. I'm not exactly sure, but I just know I can't do it justice by with just one time. But anyway, the first one I want to first scripture I want to talk about is in Luke seven, in Luke seven, and I'm just gonna read, go down to verse eleven. And when I read this, I I, I know this is a rhema word for someone. I know this. If, if whoever's listening receive this word, you're gonna there's an anointing on on this word right here, to for you to believe and move forward in it, right? Okay, so um, this is Luke seven, starting at chapter, I mean verse eleven, and this is a part um the subtopic over top of it in the NIV said Jesus raises a widow's son. Soon after, Jesus went to a town called Nain, Nain, and his disciples and a, his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her. And he said, don't cry. This is what Jesus said. Don't cry. He, his heart had went out to her. Okay, let's keep reading. And then he went up and touched the, the buyer. They were carrying him on. And the bearer stood still. He said, young man, I say to you, get up. Let me say it again. He said, young man, I say to you, Get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. That's what they said. 
this news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. What I want y'all to see is, even in the situation here, it see the man was dead. They was carrying him. Um, they were carrying him out. And, and the mom was grieving. And Jesus, at that moment, saw her. And his heart, hallelujah, went out to her. And you might have some children, and they may not be um, dead naturally, but spiritually, what's going on with them? Uh, what, but she had to have had some type of... Um, some type of way that she pulled, like the other woman that um, had the issue of blood, pulled virtue. She was there and she, and he said, don't cry. So in her cry, you know how God hears our cries. He understands our whimpers. He understands our groans. He understands all of that. He understands even our silence. He understands when we go, mm, mm. He understands all of that. He said, don't cry. And told the young man, get up. Ooh, I'm trying to, trying to hold this together. Get up. It's, it's a lot of things that you think is dead. Yeah, that was a natural, that was, that was an um, illustration here. But it's a lot of things in your life that you think is dead. But right there, he heard her cry. And his heart went out. Get up. He told this young man to get up. What did he do? He sat up. And began to talk. So once you get up, we got we see right here that you gotta start saying something. I believe, I mean they didn't say it right here. But if it was me, I'd be like, praise God, hallelujah. Get up and start praising God. Get on up out of that dead situation. Start praying. Get up. Get up. It's time to get up. And he gave the young man back to his mother. Get up. Okay. That's the first verse I'm going to talk about. It's more in it. You probably come right back to it. I just want to get the foundation laid here. So, my, my, my spiritual father is doing extensive teaching right now on Mark 5. My mentor, he's doing that. And when he was in, in Mark 5 recently... And one particular scripture just like was so illuminated and I've heard it repeatedly. I mean, it's not like it's a new, but this time it did something different. Mark 5 verse, this is after the woman with the issue of blood had came and approached Jesus and she received her healing, became was healing and wholeness. She received both, right? And but he, he he was on his way to Jairus' house. And while Jesus was speaking, verse 35, chapter 5, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader, your daughter is dead. They said, why bother the teacher anymore? See, that, that, that bad report had came. Oh, she already dead. Don't even bother Jesus. Right? And the same thing with that young man, with the widow... Um, um, her son had died and Jesus passing by. See, even when it looked like it's dead, when it looked like it's absolutely no way anything going to happen from this. You, you, a lot of you might be out there saying, uh, this situation, is no way it's going to change. Okay, let me keep reading here. Overhearing what they said, Jesus said, 
told them, don't be afraid, just believe. I'm in the NIV. Don't be afraid, just believe. See, a lot of reason why certain things you ain't get, you're not getting. Let me say it right, cause you know I might say ain't. Some reason why you're not getting up is because of fear. Let's go ahead and call it what it is. You're not moving into what God told you to do because you're in, because of fear, and fear don't come from God. We already have established that that God did not give us a a, a spirit of fear, but He gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Right? Okay. Verse number 37. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. See, you know, he said, don't be afraid. But he only took certain people with him when he had to go in this situation. He only took three. He took those that he know won't be in there like, um, Jesus, you know this girl dead. You know what I'm saying? They ain't, ain't even had, you know, I'm going to bring those that I know that they know who I am. Took Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion. Remember, I'm in the NIV. With people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. See, I'm here to, right now to tell you that certain situations that you thought was dead, it's just been asleep. It's just been asleep. That's all. Remember this young man was dead that they thought. He, he, uh-uh. He woke up when Jesus, see, when the command come, come on here, when, when the message, when the command come from the master, when the command come to tell you to get up, there is power in to get up. You're going to get up. You're going to get up. A great friend of mine, he was um, recently, um, had went on an overseas trip and, um, it, it, the testimony is amazing. You need to go and listen to Dr. Irvin Harvey from Increase International. And he said that he had fell out on the floor um, over the, overseas in another country. And um, he he said it was like an in-between state. Like he knew that he was leaving his body. And he said he heard Jesus say, he heard the word of God come from heaven and say, get up. He said he immediately bounced up. Come on here. Immediately bounced up from the floor. Immediately got up. I got to get some water because y'all know. Y'all already know. When he heard to get up. When he heard the command, get up. Immediately he bounced up off the floor. Y'all got to go and look at look at the testimony. Y'all got to look at it. Anyway, let me get back here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. They laughed at him. How many people laughing at you? How many people probably was laughing at, laughing at different people that's going out and, and, and um, like Ms., Ms. Sister Lee, how she went out and wanted to make sure that Juneteenth, that everybody knew about it. They probably was laughing at her. Well, okay. We know what happened there. Right? Remember we talked about that and remember me. Say, get up. Get up. Okay, I ain't even got to that part yet. After he put them, they they laughed at him. So those people, the naysayers, 
<coughs> excuse me, that's trying to tell you, no, no, don't do that. You too old. Don't even worry about getting married. You, no, no, your credit's so bad. Don't even try for a house. No, no, no. Don't even go. Don't go there. Don't, don't start your own business. They all, all, that's the same thing as them laughing at you. When somebody tell you too old, or you you because you're black, or because you're a female, come on here, they 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 trying to stop you. That's the same thing as them laughing at you because they naysayers, right? But but what God telling you when He command you today, there's this is a word, a rhema word for you to get up, get up. Right here in verse number, come on, I gotta keep. Whoo, verse number forty. We're in. Um, remember that we're in Mark five. Verse number 40, but they laughed at him and he put them all out. Come on here, you guys. You might have you might love some people, but when they start coming against, come on here. When they start coming against what God has told you to do, you gotta put them out. Got to go. Get up out of here with all that negativity. Oh, what what's what, what my glasses? I bought these glasses. Uh-uh. Get up out of here. There would be no negativity in this room. Now, get up out of here. When God tells you and give you a command and somebody coming and telling you, no, nah, that situation is dead. Uh-uh. You can't do this. You go ahead on and say, no, get up out of here. Jesus put them out. He put them out. He took the child's father and mother and his disciples, those three that he took with him and went into where the child was. He took her by the hand and said, um, Talitha Kuma, Kumi, Akuma, I think, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. Okay, that, that's, that's what did it for me last night when I heard that. My God, they're going to know that. Little girl, I say... To you, get up. So I'm talking to the little girl that 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 might have went through some things in her childhood. I'm talking to that little boy that might went through some things in their childhood. I'm saying to you, get up, hallelujah, hallelujah, get up. Even though you might have been been abused, even though you might have been rejected, even though you might have been um um neglected, and, and all these type of things, get up. I'm telling you, even that situation that you thought was no way I could be healed from that. Oh, not only are you going to be healed, you're going to be made whole. The command today, hallelujah, is to get up. The command today is to get up, hallelujah. Anybody that has doubt, anybody that's laughing at you, anybody saying there's no way you're going to be healed, there's no way you're going to be whole, put them out. They got to go because the command Today, little girl, little boy, get up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, get up. Today, get up. Get up from that bed of affliction. Get up from that, your mind thinking that you can't never have that. Nobody will ever love you. Get up from that. Get up from that because, you, because you've been divorced or whatever that you're not going to ever have a spouse. Get up from that thinking. Get up from whatever your bank account is trying to tell you, what your credit report is trying to tell you. You get up from that because today God is saying, get up. And when he commands you to get up, you're going to spring right up. He already got it for 
for you. Whenever he tell you to move, that's when you move. Get up. My God. Hallelujah. In verse number 32, my God, hallelujah, Lord, I pray, give you all the praise, I give you all the glory for your anointing on this word today, for your people to get up immediately in verse number 22, 42, immediately, immediately, immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around, hallelujah, hallelujah, as this they were completely, my God, completely astonished, completely astonished, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord, I just want to thank you for this word today. It's time for you to get up. I don't care what the situation looks like. It could look dire. It could look dead. It could look like it's hopeless. But all things, my God, hallelujah, all things are possible for those that believe. All things is possible with God. Are you believing? Remember he said, just believe. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to go down there and apply for that home. Don't be afraid to go ahead and get your name registered and start your business. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid to get married again. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Believe only. Because when God give you the word, my God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. When God give you the command, get up. Get up, my brother. Get up, my sister. Get up, little girl. Get up, little boy. It's time to get up. Hallelujah. Today. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid anymore. Hallelujah. Immediately. The girl got up. Immediately, that man, that young man that was dead sat up and talked. Immediately. When I, when I talked about my friend Dr. Harvey, he said when he heard the command, get up, he knew that his spirit was leaving his body. He knew that he was dying over there. And God said, get up. He got up. He said he bounced up off the floor and looked around. Everybody was looking at him. Get up. This word, it has a now on it. <laughs> this is a now word. This ain't tomorrow because God has already given some of you instruction, but you've been afraid. Hallelujah, Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. You've been afraid. He already told you, but you wonder where, what about this and what about that? So I'll give y'all a quick testimony. So uh, the Lord bless me. It's hiding here. Lord have mercy, Jesus. The Lord um, blessed me with the um, with the car morning a few years back, right? And hallelujah! But I um, need to get work done to it, and and then the Lord was saying, "Go ahead on and get you another vehicle." And I'm thinking, get another vehicle? You know what I'm saying? But it was effortless. It was effortless. He told me where to go to get it. He had already, um, I kept having dreams about a red vehicle and I had one before. So I thought it was, I was dreaming about that previous vehicle, but that's not what God was showing me. And then last year I was thinking, it was a thought. It was a thought. I think I only told my mentor about it and maybe a couple other people. I said, I'm, I'm going to probably go ahead and give me an SUV, right? 
And that way I won't have to put all these vials on my other on my car. So sitting outside right now, um, it was delivered on yesterday, a new SUV red. And it was like the pretty much the similar color of the, the red car that I had before. But see, God had already made a way. And it delivered it to me. You see what I'm saying? When he tells you to go, get up and go and do it. Or get up and pray so you won't be tempted. All these different things, he's going to tell you to do it. You got to do it. And right here, you got to do it. This is a now word for a now hallelujah harvest. Because when he tells you to do it. And then on, on, on top of all of that, my mentor, he was saying, he was like, yeah, by, um, he told me this in March or May. Um, he said, you probably going to have to, because he knew what was going on with the car too. And he said, you know, you probably going to have to go ahead and get you one, get you another one. And then he saw the car, the color, and everything. So everything came in line. So when I was searching for a vehicle with low mileage, and it's really got really good low mileage, it looked prestige. Um, there it was, the color and everything. You know what I'm saying? All the bells and whistles, everything. But God opened it up. No money down, none of that. He opened it up for me. Because he's he going to take care of your every need. But sometimes we still be in fear. And even when it got to the point where I got approved, it still took me a couple of days. And I'm just being real with y'all. It took me a couple of days to go ahead and say, oh, let me go ahead and do this thing. Let me go ahead and do the paperwork. But it took me a couple of days because I was like, I'm looking at what I have in my hand. Come on here. I'm looking at what's in my hand. But if God tell me to do something, I can't be focused on what I can do. I'm on here. I got to do, I know, <coughs> excuse me. I got to focus on what he has already done. And when he tell me to do it, I mean, even the night before it arrived, right? He, I, I, God gave me another dream. So when the young man came to deliver it, the night before in the dream, the Lord had already gave me the man's name and everything. So when he showed up, I knew it was God. God let me know step by step the things that he had already set up for me. But I had to get up. Come on here. I had to get up and I had to go ahead and apply for it. And it came back and I was like, praise God. You see what I'm saying? Get up, you guys. This is a now word. It's July 1st when I'm recording this, 2021. And, and, and it's like something just happened. Happened in this month already for God's people. But we got to be in place. For, and place and be able to be there for, for others and share our hope and share the testimony and share certain things that God is doing for us and share it so people can have faith also. Share, even though if you better have some fear, like I said, at first I was like, I don't know if I should do this and all that, but I'm, I shared that with you, but I had to move on to what God told me to do. And it was delivered. Yes, it was supposed to be delivered last Friday, but it was a delay in them getting it to me. But all the paperwork was already done. You see what I'm saying? And it was delivered yesterday. And it was effortless. It was it's seamless. It was what God wanted me to do. And he had already been showing me along the way. So that's why I'm saying this to you guys. Because God is already directing you. But you're sitting there and not moving. But today, the word is get up. Get up. 
get up from that, that bed of affliction. Get up from anything that's been holding you back. Put the people that, that naysayers and the, the ones that want to laugh and tell you, no, maybe you should do this. and Because even even I, even though I kept my other car, you know, I was like, well, I could trade it in and all that. But God didn't want me to do that. But other people might say, well, maybe you should trade it in. Maybe, but that's not what he told me to do. So make sure you clearly understand and hear God. And when he tells you to move, the command is to move right in. Get up. Get up. Hallelujah. Get up. My gosh. I hope y'all got some out of this word today. I got more out of it. Just, just sharing it with y'all. And I know it's more that we're going to talk about. Because there's some other get ups in here that I want to talk about. So, remember this week to speak life over yourself, to speak life over your neighborhood, to speak life over this nation. Hallelujah. But to speak life now. Like I said in the opening prayer, I continue to declare over and command that God will continue to surprise you for the rest of your life. Surprise you with his, with his goodness. Hallelujah. For the rest of your life. I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.